realities may vary. The podcast. That's that's all we got to say about it today. I'm Brian Noon, and that's Cody Goff. Hi, Cody. Hi, Brian. I'm just writing. I'm writing so many notes. You're writing as, things down. Well, you know, extensive pre-show meeting. There's a lot to review, and there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot to get to today. We did have a lot. A lot. The meeting. I feel like we've already done the show. We with our meeting was so extensive. We are. Uh, we we on an action-packed show that may be shorter than usual, depending on. Very depending on a couple of things that will be relevant in about 30 seconds wow. once we do our check in. Right. First uh, of all, I like your shirt. Thank you. Thank you. I got it from a from an event, very event, fancy event. Yeah. Uh, the uh, so I was in a wedding in my cousin's wedding that was Ooh. kind of fun. Uh, it's a thing I'll, I'll briefly uh talk about. Uh, ear protection around babies, ear protection around babies. There's a tease. Okay. Uh, Brian had a couple documentaries that he watched that he briefly mentioned at the end of last week's episode, but I think we should just dive well, into we'll it. We'll Maybe see. a bit deep. Well, we'll see how we're feeling. Who knows? Yeah, uh, things may things may go off the rails. We don't. Know. Yeah, and CM Punk is back in the professional wrestling world. I saw that on Twitter. He uh, returned in Chicago while I was at my cousin's wedding, and uh, <laughs> and actually. Uh, that all ties into lots of other stuff, but let's start with our 10 second, 30 second check in. I understand you just woke up. I did. Pardon me. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I'm woozy. I'm a, I'm a tad drowsy. Uh, we, I had to drive, uh, out to my mom's and then back in, in horrible traffic. And then we ate dinner and with dinner, I had a glass of wine. And then we sat down. Debbie wanted to watch some new show on Hulu. Uh, I found it quite boring. So boring that I slept through all of it. And I woke up at about, uh, 815. Wow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a tad, uh, could be out of it. You never know. Now, I could be out of it. Were you, was it like an out of it kind of day before? Or was it kind no. of, no. no, it was a stressful day kind of day where I pray for the, uh, you know, eternal darkness to descend on me. Wow. Yeah. Why? Well, we'll get into that. We could get into that later. Okay. But we're, right. I, I was trying to stay to your schedule. I like your quick check-ins. So I'm a yeah. little woozy. But if if history can teach us anything, last week I came out of the blocks very slow and immediately exploded into a tirade. You came out of the blocks very slow, you say? Blocks, box. Yeah, both. Fascinating. Well, <laughs> box is box. Yeah, you are I, fascinating. I, uh, I, I almost texted you an hour ago to just be like, dude, I am out of it. All energy. Uh, wow. My wife just took out the trash because I was just like uh, worthless. I was just like 730. I'm like, I'm yeah. done. She took out the trash because feminism. Hashtag yeah. take out the trash. Well, I've, I've had a domino effect of events because uh, Friday was my cousin's rehearsal dinner for the wedding that I was in. Okay. Uh, my cousin, Michael, awesome dude. Uh, he was in my wedding. I was in his. It was great. I went, he's the guy who's the bachelor party in Vegas. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, that story from a few episodes ago. Yeah. Just go download our entire back. Yeah, go catalog. listen to it. Uh, if, you've heard if, it. You've, if you've missed anything, you've missed everything. That's true. Um. So. So. Anyway. Yeah, there was alcohol served. Yeah, I went. Uh, oh, Gina said, "Like your new hairdo, Cody." I didn't do my hair today because I forgot we were doing the it's show tonight. Obvious. I texted you early this morning. You did. I early this morning. Ten ish. Let's check the tapes. It was before noon. Brian texted me at um, 11? 11, 16 a.m. All right. That's, All right. 
That's nine in, and a half hours. Before, in my defense, I was still I was still at the gym, so I was multitasking. Uh, look at you, Mister Getting Swole. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was flying solo because we babysitting is impossible. So my wife had the kids. So you know, and there were there was imbibing at the rehearsal dinner, and I perhaps well, here's what happened. I got anyway. There's a domino. Was the wedding effect. in town or out of town? Uh, it was uh, well. Kinda. Boy, that is vague. <laughs> is this a CIA wedding? The what rehearsal doesn't do. The rehearsal is my cousin's apartment downtown, but apartment building downtown in River okay. North in Chicago. Right. The wedding was in uh, Lamont. Okay. Or near near Lamont, somewhere somewhere in that area. Um, Got it. He. Uh, so I was downtown. Anyway, I didn't get a ton of sleep that night. Obviously, I didn't get a ton of sleep the wedding night because like that was a big party. And then last night I played, I, I was playing Zelda till like one and 30 in the morning. Um, mm. And all of these mornings uh, that I was home and there were children around, they woke up early. Like I was up at five in the morning after oh. the rehearsal dinner. I was up at six this morning. So yeah, it's just, I'm, do you I'm, not have a spouse who could, uh, who would help you out on those on mornings like that? She does all the work. I just, I, I was just laying there, but this morning my, my um, daughter decided to just scream, like, like scream singing. Like the, I woke up to her going like, ba 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 ba, ba 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 ba. Is your daughter Danzig? Over and over for like twenty minutes, and I'm like trying. I'm like maybe she'll stop. Maybe my wife will give her a pacifier. Maybe she's about to eat. No, she was just doing it. So finally, I roll over and I'm like, wow, she's awake. My wife was like, she sure is. And then my son came in the room, so we were done. Um. Because so anyway, he's got, I, I would imagine, when he makes an appearance, he's he's more prepared for his life than we are for the show. He comes in with an agenda. Oh yeah, he's got stuff to say. He's got things he's got to cover, uh, toys he's got to play with, and stories that need to be told. Yes, yes. So that's my very long-winded way of saying I was sleepy. I almost texted you an hour ago to be like, I don't know how much energy I have. So we'll see if we if I can this make is, it through yeah, the whole show. We're gonna, so that's why I asked if, if like it was a day like that for you, because it would have been funny if I texted you and you'd been like, man, I'm, I, it's been a day for me too. We're done. But you just happened to f- take a short nap. Like it, it wasn't like you've been exhausted for I, two I'm going to tell you a secret, Cody. Uh, I am always tired. There is never a moment. And I, I wish I was joking. I yeah. wish I was being hyperbolic. There is never a moment in my life where I'm not tired. I'm, I know I have, sleep apnea because i wake up sometimes more tired than when i went to bed wow. i don't know what goes on in that bed when uh when we're sleeping i have no idea what what i'm up to i don't know why your camera froze all of a sudden uh now it's back but i never wake up and go man i'm ready to greet the day let's get on with it never i always wake up my eyes open i go and then I drag it out and we get going. Try some, but you sleep well, right? I don't know. Okay. I must not. How can I sleep well and still be exhausted? I don't know. Mike says CPAP does wonders. I may have to get, I may have to get, uh, but I don't want to go do a sleep study where they stare at you all night like you're a lab rat and they got things tied onto you, you know, because God only knows what I do when I'm asleep. I barely like what I do when I'm awake. I don't want some some guys peeping at me all night going, <laughs> look at that, look at him sleep. <sighs> you could try some sleep aids like ZMA or ashwagandha. 
English, Cody. This is an English-only podcast. ZMA is zinc, magnesium, something that starts with A. And uh, it, apparently the combination, like I've had, I've taken magnesium supplements before bed and slept really well. Really? Um, but yeah, and I guess ZMA, like it all potentiates and, and you know, whatever, uh, complements each other. And it, it's, it's supposed to do wonders for sleep. Ashwagandha is like a very popular, it's like a root extract. It's very, very popular in India. They use it for oh. lots of medicine. Uh, I get it does a bunch of different things. I've always it's seen a, a lot of alert Indian people, so maybe <laughs> it's supposed. It so it, it, I guess it, um, it suppresses uh, the the creation of some stress hormone. I I don't remember. Um, but I think it also, every hormone is a stress hormone. <laughs> I don't remember, but it supposedly it helps you sleep better. I actually have taken it on and off the last couple of months. And when I do, typically I'm, I'm zonked as soon as I get the pillow. There is, uh, um, there's been some study. I did that. I didn't realize I was mirroring. Uh, I did this study or read this study that says you should, it should take you X amount of time to fall asleep. Should, let's say 10 minutes to fall asleep. And if you fall asleep immediately, it shows that you don't get enough sleep. I mm. fall asleep anywhere at the drop of a hat it doesn't matter there's days i come home and i sit down at the computer and next thing i don't know my head is snapping like remember when you were in school well you probably didn't fall asleep in class i absolutely it, did and your head would and your neck would you it feels like your head's popping off i could do that sitting right here wow i you know there is not it's it's a herculean effort that when we sit down at night, like after dinner and doing all the stuff, and we're going to sit down and maybe watch a show, a Herculean effort not to fall asleep immediately. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm going to try some magnesium and some arthroscopic, whatever you said, some Indian herb. Ashwagandha. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. Is it spelled like it sounds? <laughs> it's spelled A-S-H. Oh, see, I was already wrong. Yeah. So, Ash... Well, I think it's W A G A N D H A. I think. Wow, I'm gonna look. That's a lot of letters. Yeah. The the um. So there's a website, examine.com. Examine uh is it's run by a bunch of scientists, <gasps> and they only post peer-reviewed research studies on supplements. Okay. So you can look up anything. You can look up creatine, uh, ZMA, probably uh, ashwagandha, zinc, whatever, and you can you can see like does it actually affect performance and like what are the things it it is has been studied to affect. Um, and ashwagandha, there's there's a lot of research on it. So um, like many studies will corroborate. It's like if you take it for a long period of time, it can improve sexual health. I think hey now, wait, repeat that part. I, I think in. particularly in women, but I don't remember. Oh. Um, that's part of it. It can improve sleep. It can improve blood sugar regulation. And I think blood pressure. Um, but again, it suppresses something in the brain that I don't remember that, that maybe like some people are like, maybe you shouldn't take it. Yeah. Like anything you put in your body, like, sure. right. It can, it can do weird things. So like careful. Um, I'm not endorsing it. This is not a science communicator lesson. It's just like I read about it and I'm like, I'll have this once in a while. You're just I'm trying like, to give me something that perhaps I'll drift off and that'll be it. 
I've and got then if like, you're sleepy on a Monday night, you don't have to worry about doing doing the show. I've got like a hundred. I can give you some if you want. I don't know. You can no, I mean I got I got you know I I don't know what it is. I it's I'm sure it's because I you know probably stop breathing. Who knows? I saw some app last night that tracks all kind of stuff too, and I'm like, how is an app tracking what I do during my sleep? You know. I don't know. I got to hook myself up to something. Forget about it. I hate my hair right yeah, now. Yeah, your hair's crazy today. Utterly untenable. It is unkempt. It is not... Uh, it's not cool. It's not the usual Cody quaff. Not stupid. So anyway. you asked if I got a haircut a week ago. I, was, I had it last week. <clears throat> how was Shortened that? Shortened it up. Yeah, I don't know. How, how, do you, how do you break up with a, your stylist or your barber? You stop going. Them? They don't call you. No, I call them, but then like you, you got somebody new at that shop. I'm, I'd have to find a whole new shop. I can't go back to a different person at that shop. Oh, I did that one time. I switched stylists. Um, when I went to, well, I had an excuse. She wanted maternity leave. Okay. See, that makes sense. And then when she got back, I just kind of, well, actually I went to her like twice and then I think she quit. I don't know what happened to her, but, but I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know how big's the play. Check the schedule. Can you check the schedule online? Sometimes you can see when they're in, and then you can just book when they're not in. But I well, I'd have to. I also might want to find someplace a little closer. Mm. You know, I'm going all the way over to your house. That's true. Uh, but you can always swing by. I I think about it all the time, but then I don't want to be that guy who just drops by, or calls and goes, "Hey, I'm down the street." I don't have any friends out here. We, You're would suburban be, dad. Why'd I don't have. Like, would you like walking to the park and hang out with the other park dads or, you know, the divorced dads who are at McDonald's picking up their kids? You don't have any of those kind of guys that you hang out with? Brian, guys I have who tuck their polo shirts into their pants. I've literally not a single friend within 25 minutes of me. You would be I, I dream of a life where people text or call me and say, hey, I'm nearby. Can I stop by? Oh, see, and I thought it would be the exact opposite. That's why no. I never do. I always think about it because actually when I'm leaving your town, I drive right by the school that's near your house. Yeah. I'm I'm at the end of your block. Oh, I'm I like, know. oh, there's Cody's house. Literally. Oh, there's Cody's house. But do I call? No, because I don't want to be that guy who just uh, goes, hey, guess what? I'm here. Hit me up, please. Desperately, I need to socialize with people. Well, of you know, I, just... I enjoy you know, I enjoy seeing uh, your children as well. Yeah, but I also know I have to bring my own water or whatever. So I, you know, if I don't have any beverages in the car, it makes it hard to stop. Yeah, and ice. Ice. I got to bring everything. A cold cut sandwich. Mm. I don't know why it'd be a cold cut sandwich, <laughs> but maybe you know, maybe I bring some. Uh, as Mike said, maybe I bring some eggs and toast. Went over the kids. Eggs and toast. Eggs and toast. Love it. Um, so yeah, so that's where that's where I'm at. And uh, all right, so wait, you were talking about the wedding and being tired. Were you officiating this wedding or were you just standing up in the wedding? No, her the bride's uh, brother officiated, one of the bride's okay. brothers. So uh, which is fine. I'll give him a pass. No, it was, it was great. Uh, I won't like go into full-fledged detail. I mean, a wedding is a wedding, but it was sure, beautiful. Sure. It was outside. It was very big, a oh, couple nice. hundred people. Wow. Um, saw some out-of-town family. It was great. Uh, but the, uh, the, the, the welcome dinner slash rehearsal dinner thing, uh, you know, I had a few drinks. I, ha I don't really drink much anymore at all. And I got the hiccups. Oh. Have we been over me getting the hiccups on this show? No, I, I don't remember ever hearing about your hiccups. 
when but I now get I'm the guessing hint, they're fantastic. They are excruciating. No, why? It's actually one of the most painful things that I experience in my adult life. What? When I get the hiccups, my entire like body convulses and my chest caves in, and it, it literally feels like someone is hitting me in the chest with a sledgehammer. Good Lord. With every hiccup. That sounds that sounds ridiculously horrible. Dude, after Shididerod, uh, I got the hiccups, and I got to the Metro five minutes late, so it wasn't there. So I'm standing at the Metro station with the hiccups. They were so bad, after 10 minutes, I called an Uber and went back to Lombard. Wow. I, I spent like 60 bucks on an Uber just to get home. And um, I had the hiccups the whole way. And, I'm, and I, was, I was drunk, but I was mostly the hiccups. I wasn't going to get sick. And I kept telling the driver, I'm like, I'm so miserable. I'm so sorry I have the hiccups. They hurt so much. Like, I'm not going to throw up. I'm not sick. I'm just like, and he's like, oh, you try this. Try holding your breath, try blah, blah, blah. And it's nothing, nothing worked. Um, so uh, the... On Friday, when I got the hiccups, I knew what would cure it. So I turned to one of, one of the um, other guys. I think he was in the wedding or one of his friends. Uh, and I knew he had a vape pen because he kept pulling it out. And I was like, <laughs> During the I, ceremony? Uh, no, this was like at the rehearsal thing. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, please let me have your vape. Because I, I got like 10 hiccups and it just hurts so bad. And I'm like, I'm not going through this. So I just grabbed his pen. I took the biggest pull I possibly could. And I just, you know, I'm like, oh, and I was like, <laughs> and the hiccups immediately went away. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, dude, it's it, it like kickstarts your lungs. But then I was <laughs> drunk and very high, very high. <laughs> uh, so uh, then I had to get home. Thank God one of his friends was coming out this way. So he dropped me off actually at my house. Oh, God. Uh, no, he dropped me off the Metro and then got me on the Metro. But that was good. Um, do, do you know why? You know, most people get the hiccups. It's not life-threatening do you know what's causing that have you ever looked into it have you had medical attention for this or you just pray every day that you don't get the hiccups it just started the last few years um i don't get them often it's only when i drink a certain amount um and i don't drink often so i'll ask my doctor next time i see him yeah i would bring that up yeah, sounds awesome that, but that that's so you know i get home and that was you know my friday night i go to sleep somewhat tipsy slash buzzed and very high and then woke very up at 5 a.m with the kids and then had to go to the wedding venue at noon and then be there all day oh. through the reception oh, you know it turned to like two then we were up early sunday to get the, to go back to get the kids and then yeah so i'm oh. running low uh i'm just on adrenaline Zoinks. Point. yeah and then yesterday was father's day did you uh did you celebrate it all my dad stopped my parents both stopped by after the wedding um okay see my kids i forgot to even tell him happy father's day that's nice uh, of you. i feel like a horrible human being he he told me happy father's day on the way out and i was like oh my god i like and i like my dad i like i love my dad like yeah. he's like love? he's like one of he's one of my top two favorite people in the world besides my mom like i i felt so bad uh, and he just walked out and I was just like, I have nothing in the tank. <laughs> like, and my <laughs> wife, like to her credit, she was like, we'll do a father's day thing. Like later that next week. Cause I just don't have anything. Like we just were, we just have been running. We have two kids, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, I get it. We're just, you said we're to your just, parents who had four kids and were like, yeah. And I know, I know, of course. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> we, we just had nothing. So I, so we did nothing for actually yesterday, two of her, two of my wife's friends were in town and they stopped by and I grilled. So I, I grilled, oh, nice. that was kind of father's day ish. Right. What sure, did you yeah, do? Yeah. Working the grill. 
What did you do? You typically hate this day. I I do. I uh, well, I it's everything was going well, and then it then it fell apart, and I almost ruined it, but I salvaged it. Oh. Uh yeah. Well, I knew like on Mother's Day, if you recall, I was out staying at my mom's for the eye drop uh, marathon. So Molly came yeah. with Debbie in the morning, and they spent the whole morning together, and. Then, uh, you know, Molly, uh, then they came out and we celebrated out at my mom's house. So I was like, I don't know why I was under the assumption that Molly was going to come over early and want to spend the entire day with me, which doesn't sound nice at all for her. <laughs> but she, uh, so Debbie, they, they had been asking, How, what do you want to do for Father's Day? It's like, really nothing. You know what I want to do? I want to uh, sit on the deck. So like Saturday, I worked really hard to get the yard already. The right. yard was all done. Everything looked great. I was like, oh. I said, Sunday, I want to sit on the deck in the afternoon. I want to make some drinks, and maybe we can play some games, and I'll smoke a cigar, and that'll be that. And Molly was like, well, don't you – where do you want us to go to dinner? I said, no, I don't want to go out to dinner. I said, That's the last thing I want to do is go out to dinner. I said, I'll be happy to cook. They're like, no, we'll bring something in. Okay. Then it's up to me. Well, what do you want? I go, at some point, at some point you have to wonder that, that they're, why aren't they listening to me? They just don't get it. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care. So finally I said to Debbie, cause she was asking me Friday, we were Friday. We were at my mom's and it was a very, very stressful day where I was physically ill when we came home Oh, and Debbie starts asking me about father's day. And I'm like, please, this is not the time. I, I, all I want to do now is, sit in the chair and hopefully fall asleep. Um, but I said, all right, here's, here's the deal. Um, she was like, well, I can get barbecue and to bring barbecue. I would rather, to be honest, 90% of what I barbecue is as good as what she would bring in. Plus she would have to drive like a half hour each way to pick up barbecue. And I was like, that's silly. I don't want you to do that. I said, uh, how about, how about either Lou Malnati's or, there's an Italian place right down the street. That's really good. We've ordered from there a lot. It's really good. I said, either one of those is fantastic. That's perfect. Uh, Molly will come over. I said, if Molly's coming over in the morning, she can bring some of those. Uh, I forget where she goes for donut, this fancy donut place. Stands? It, not stands. I want to say do right, but it's not do right. Um, Cause that's closed. Dunkin donuts. No, but funny. You should say that a couple Dunkin' Donuts did end up at the house because I said, if Molly's coming early, she could bring a couple of those donuts. And Debbie's like, oh, she's not coming till the afternoon. I said, okay, I don't want you going to get them. Because again, it's somewhere downtown near Molly's house. It's like 25 minutes each way. I'm like, I don't want you getting up early and going to get donuts. So don't do it. Uh, then, so a Saturday night, I was going out to see some friends of mine. Um, who Jimmy Pardo, who hosts Never Not Funny, one of the greatest podcasts in the history of podcasts. No offense to award-winning podcaster Cody Goff. But um, Jimmy comes in from California once a year, and he always calls way ahead of time, and he goes, this is when I'm coming in. When are you free? Nice. And so we set up a, a meeting, and then uh, CB, one of the insatiable insomniacs, the three of us get together. So I was going out, and she goes, well, what time are you leaving? I said, uh, I don't know, around 6 o'clock. Okay, well, I think I'm going to go shopping. I think I'm going to go out to the outlet malls in Aurora. And I'm like, okay. Uh, 
And she goes, I'm probably not going to go till around five. And I'm like, five o'clock, you're going to drive out to Aurora. I'm like, okay, if that's, that's what you want to do. I'm not stupid. There was not a chance she was driving out to Aurora at five o'clock on a Saturday night, not a chance. So I get home about 11 o'clock Saturday night and she's sitting there watching some TV. I go, how was your shopping trip? I didn't find anything. I go, is that because you didn't go? Why? I go, you didn't go to Aurora. Well, I just wanted to drive around for a while. <laughs> like, is that right? You just wanted to drive around for a while. Well, I just, I just shut up. <laughs> no, why did you have to grill her when you? That's knew what she you... said. Why are you grilling me? Just leave me alone. <clears throat> and then I was like, Oh, did you have to go meet your boyfriend? <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> so I know, I know, I can't. I, I'm, I'm not a good human being. Yeah. So she, we, I got up and Debbie had gone to Dunkin' Donuts and brought home a half dozen donuts from Dunkin', and we had a. Uh, breakfast sandwich from Panera. And then I did laundry and we did some stuff around the house. And at about three, I was like, all right, everything's done. I made some Mai Tais for she and I, and we went and we sat out on the deck and I was smoking a cigar and we were listening to some music. And then Molly came by and um, we played a couple games of Scrabble and it was great. Everything's uh, they, Molly, uh, Molly had gone and picked out, a few different kinds of beers. She claims she did it all by herself. So um, she got me some uh, boat shoes from Beguile and beer for lounging from um, Off Color. And uh, something I thought of you, it's a, a coffee and toffee or a coffee and caramel stout from phase three. Ooh. And that two cans of that and two cans of some, pardon me, some sort of milk stout from Pollyanna. And she got me, she and I, a ticket on the barrel run to take the tour in the bus that's shaped like a barrel and nice. drive around. Okay. Yeah, it was very nice. And Debbie got me a Weber cookbook and a big new grill scraping wood thing because you're not supposed to use wire bristles anymore. What? They get in, yeah, you're not supposed to use brushes with wire bristles because they stay on the grill. Sometimes they get in your food and you can die. So that's the thing. If you have a wire bristle brush, get rid of it. So this looks like a big fraternity paddle, uh, and it's it, it's wooden. I've seen it uh, online. You're supposed to do it. Once the grill gets hot, you push it, and then it, like, burns enough to form to your grill, so you're like, <laughs> all the gunk's coming off. I don't know. I'll let you know when I use it. Yeah, please do. Uh, but, yeah, stay away from that. So it was, it was nice. But then they got the order wrong at the Italian place, and I got a little upset. And it, But then everything, then everything was fine. Right. It, it was it was nice. It was it very sounds like nice. Do you like it sounds like a great Father's Day. It was a very good Father's Day. It's a very good Father's Day. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was so happy was I yesterday. grilled. I like I like burgers. So uh, I was I was also happy ultimately, but not 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 as much of a no. See, I, I would have loved that too. I would have, like I said, I don't mind grilling or smoking on Father's Day. Mm. You know, I would have made something, but they want to they wanted it's because I make dinner most of the time, so they wanted so I don't have to make dinner. Usually, I one of us exchanges. You usually do it first. You're good at this stuff. Usually, I get a fi Happy Father's Day text from you. Oh uh, shoot, I forgot. Yeah, I, this is what I'm saying. Like, 
my whole household, the whole aura was just everyone's de- dead. Like, just dead. She, my, my, my wife apologized like six times. She's just like, I did not do anything. <laughs> but something will happen. I'm like, this doesn't matter. It doesn't actually, see, fathers, fathers believe that. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. You know, if Molly had just brought me a six pack that or nothing, that would have been fine. Just sitting out there playing Scrabble because we got very competitive. I don't think we played Scrabble as a family before. Wow. Yeah. Molly won the first game. Then I dominated the second game. Wow. Yeah. She kept, oh, she kept, every time, like, every time I saw my next word, there was going to be big points. She used some of the letters for a little point word. I was like, oh, you son of a, <sighs> said, it's Father's Day, Molly. Let me win. Dude. One in particular. I had a 60-point word ready to go. A 60-pointer. And she it's dropped she dropped two letters on there and got an eight-point word. Oh, so sad. But we other than that, what are you gonna do? We gotta have you guys over to play Scrabble sometime. Well, the, we, come on, your wife's got a vocabulary and it's uh you know, we're putting down it and tits and stuff like that. You know? <laughs> She's going to drop some uh, big Spanish words on us. We can be. Well, that's not legal in Scrabble uh, tournament play. I don't believe uh, we, we can work with it. According to the box, it is really words of foreign origin. Mm, I think that's di- mm. I don't know. I also have to we also have to decide on a, a dictionary to use before we get started okay. i may invest in a scrabble dictionary okay just for uh you know molly throwing some words around okay then i forgot how to spell ox i was very upset <laughs> for some reason for some reason i thought it had an e and i was like oh i know that's the same look they gave me and then molly was like oh i didn't even think of that and then she had an o and she dropped it on there that's Yep. unbelievable on so many levels i uh, trust me i don't know i had made a very strong mai tai so i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna chalk it up to that and i always get a little buzzed when i smoke a cigar even though it's just a regular cigar it's not a blunt um so cup that in with a, a mai tai with four ounces of rum in it and you know yeah th- things are good yeah that'll do it that'll that do will it do it that will do it so now yeah. We do have a, I do have a, I might know, I might have a thing for Father's Day, maybe. Uh, all right, so CM Punk is back mm-hmm. in WWE, or no, in AEW. AWA. AEW. Is it AWA? AEW? AEW. All Elite okay. Wrestling. All right, got it. Um. All right, so CM Punk, there was some drama backstage a year ago. I'll tell you how this ties into Father's Day. Now, is this to- is this uh, a year ago? Would that be ice cream bar day for those of you who uh, may have may remember Cody talking about CM Punk before? No, that was, that was like two years ago. So he came back to wrestling after a seven year absence. And it was a huge thing for AEW because he's like the biggest star in wrestling, basically. And he shows up in AEW. And I was there when he came back. Yes. And it was a big deal. And then he wrestled there for a year and a half, two years, something like that. He got injured. Oh, it sucks. Came back. Got injured again, went on this press conference, tore into a bunch of uh, co-workers. Supposedly, there was a physical fight backstage. A bunch of people got suspended, and he just he tore his tricep, like, totally. Yikes. So he, he disappeared nine months ago. Just disappeared. He's just no longer wrestling again. 
And people are like, well, you know, the way he acted in the press conference and the, the altercation, like he's done, right? He's He just, he came back, he did the wrestling thing for a bit and now he's just like done with it again. Well, no. So all these rumors come out that he's going to, that AEW is going to make the second show. So they have Wednesday night Dynamite and they're going to announce Saturday night Collision, AEW right Collision. On. All these rumors are flying and it'll be punk and blah, blah, blah. So they announced the show and they announced where the show is going to be in the next, the six live shows. Then they announced the debut episode will be in Chicago. And we have another announcement next week. And hey, guess what? Who's going to headline it? It's CM Punk. So he's coming back, right? Right. Okay. Here's how this gets, here's how, here's how this relates to me, which is the most important thing, Brian. Yes, I understand that. Uh, when I drove to Kansas City with my wife to see her, my in-laws like two months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we drove overnight and we arrived and I hadn't slept in 24 hours. I'm sensing I, a theme. I laid down and my friend texts me, Punk is coming back on uh, June 17th, which is accurate. That was two days ago. Correct. At the same time, I pull up my phone and I go, I should get tickets. And tickets for AEW Dynamite are on sale in Chicago for June 21st, which is not Wednesday. June 17th. Not that at is, all. That is a different day of the week. It is, in, in fact, an entirely different day of the calendar month. Yeah, none of the numbers are similar. And I just I just bought tickets. <laughs> For the wrong day. Like an idiot. Like, And I te I'm texting my friend. I'm like, you want in on this? You want in on this? I got him <laughs> on my cart. And he texts me 10 minutes later after I check out. He goes, you dumbass. Scroll up two texts. I said June 17th. And I look and I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, so these are not cheap seats uh i knew my wife wasn't going to want to go and do the babysitting and all that so i i listed them on Ticketmaster, but they haven't sold oh no um and they were a lot of money but, she, but my wife teaches yoga wednesday um it's her last class of the oh. summer uh for the summer <laughs> so oh, like, i would no. have to get her to find a sub and then like so it, Anyway, I don't know what's going to happen to these tickets, but they, I mean, they were expensive. When you like, say expensive, like like three hundred bucks, how much? Like three hundred bucks for the pair. Three hundred bucks for oh, for the pair. Yeah, okay. for the pair. All right, that's that. It, it that was, is a lot of money. It was like seventy dollars plus fees. I'm not even kidding. You know how they are. Almost double, more than it is, double. It's it's garbage. And I listed them at below like list value because I'm like, yeah, I'll eat twenty bucks or whatever for sure, sure. whatever. I'll lower it again, but like I don't know if tomorrow rolls around. Like now, can can you take uh, can you take your son? I'm not gonna know. Okay, carry the baby in like a backpack. He'd be terrified of the fireworks and the pyro and all that. <laughs> Are you kidding? Maybe he'd be, not. Maybe he'd, he'd start swearing and throwing his cups at the thing, and you know he'd bring trains and trucks to pelt the wrestlers with. No. Uh, what are you doing Wednesday? Are you working? Uh, yes, I am. Ah. I know. Sorry. I saw people. I thought about you because I did Saturday. I, what was I? I was, I got home and I was scrolling through Twitter to see, you know, what state the country is in. And there was a video from somebody who was at AEW and they were chanting, everybody in the crowd was chanting CM Punk. And then he was introduced and there was that big pop when he walked out. It's like, ah, so yes, I saw, I saw that he was there. Let me ask you this. So what's the etiquette around asking people, are you interested in going to a show with me if I don't sell the, if I can't sell the tickets? Meaning? Oh, like, like are they supposed to pay? 
Well, no, like, no, 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 no. No, like, is it, isn't it, like, wouldn't it, is it impolite if I'm like, hey, Brian, do you want to see a show with me Wednesday if I don't sell the tickets? Like, wouldn't you be like, what the hell, man? What do you, what? No, like, what? I mean, if you, if you were like, I bought these tickets and I don't think I'm, I can go, but if, if I don't sell them, you want to go with me? I, I think that's fine. That's a, guys aren't going to care, you know? <laughs> As a chick, maybe. Oh wow, that's that's gonna get me in trouble. Uh, that'll get me canceled. But no, I you know if you had, if you said I'm trying to sell these tickets, but if I don't, I don't rather than eat them. I'm gonna I'm I want to go. Um, do you want to go? And I go, how much are they? And you go, oh, you'd either tell me the price, or you'd go, forget, don't worry about it. Yeah, and I and I would I would eat the cost like you did with and, the stones. Yeah, you know, you just uh, buy me a couple beers, okay? You know, yeah. let me know, you know. Uh, uh oh, Craig, <laughs> Craig, Craig. I would actually love to go with Craig, but I know he's far away from uh Chicago. But Craig, if you're in town, if you want to come Wednesday, oh wait, no, your radio show's too late. No, it gets because the live show of Dynamite is seven to nine p.m. So he, he wouldn't be able to do his show and get back. Maybe come up and do it from your from your uh podcast closet. Oh my, dude, I did not. Oh, ooh. Oh, dude, <laughs> Craig, come here. I, dude, I've got a Shure SM7B. I've got a cloud lifter. I've got a DVX preamp. Like I'm wired. You could do your show from my closet <laughs> while I work at the computer next to you. And then as soon as you're off the air, we can take an Uber down to the Wintrust Arena by McCormick Place. There's just a flawless plan that couldn't possibly flawless. go wrong in any no, way. No, everything, everything in this plan sounds 100%. Unless you sell the tickets and then suddenly you got Craig in your closet and no show to go to. And he's like, I drove up here to go to a show and you sold the tickets and I, I just broadcast from your closet. Dude, I've been on his show from this closet. Clean, clean feet. There's some good technology. No, out there I've been on his you. show from this room, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, yes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's it. So Craig just, Craig just sitting there waiting and you know, at this point, you know, now his show ends at six. It's five thirty. He thinks, "All right, I got a half hour. Then I'm going to go see some wrestling." And at five fifty-five, you sell the tickets, and suddenly Craig comes out. All right, let's go. And he's he's changed into a singlet, and he's got a fake belt on, and he's got his CM Punk T-shirt, and he's ready to go. And you go, "Oh yeah, I just uh, I just sold those for under face value." So you you took a loss. You took a loss just so you wouldn't have to go. And there's there's Craig. Just all by all forlorn in your closet. But I have a title belt that I could just give him. I see that. What'd you win that belt for? Uh, this was at a thrift store for $2. But I won it for winning the ch championship. Which championship? I beat the Intercontinental? Guy. No, this is this is the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, originally, it was the WCW title. But this is the WWE version where they wow. replaced the logo on the top. Holy cow. That's $2. There's a dude given, I think it looks like a German suplex on one side and then actually on both sides. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's a hip toss. No. Yeah, that looks fun. I don't know what that is. Huh. I'll have to Google it later. No, Marta, Craig wouldn't wear that when he's broadcasting. He's a professional. He changed into his wrestling. He no, he changed into his wrestling clothes later. That's the thing is that if I did sell the tickets, that would be a tremendous final segment. He could just throw me under the bus for the last like twenty minutes of the show, and it would be hilarious. You wouldn't interrupt him. You'd wait because you'd be like, "I don't want to ruin his show." 
So no, he would dude, wait till he got off the air like a kid on Christmas. He'd get off the air. He'd come out of the broadcast closet, eyes wide, ready to go. And then you'd crush his dreams. I'm really glad we're fantasy booking uh, my Father's Day present slash Craig's radio show on Wednesday. It's what producers do. I don't have a producer. I don't think, and I know Craig doesn't have a producer, but you guys both were producers. So you I've understand, and I've worked with producers. So I understand how it works. You got to think ahead. I think ahead of time. Plan A and plan B, I'm just saying. Yeah. So I think, you know, if you can't sell them, it's only it's only Monday. Craig can still, uh, you know, he can fake a hip injury or something and say he's got to do the show from home to his bosses. <laughs> a hip injury? A hip injury. Why? That's oddly specific. Right. That's The more specific, the better. Mm. Then there, that That's the kind of lie that's not going to be checked. If he just went, I'm feeling a little under the weather. That's... No, but I have a hip injury because then you can always limp into work on Thursday. You know, a limp is easy. Man. So, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't uh, commented. He's probably packing his car. He was like, you and him were the first people I thought of, but obviously I was like, he's off the list because he's too far. But now that we're talking, now that I realize I have an actual professional broadcast set up in my home, which is the whole point of broadcasting. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> You can show up at halftime. I mean, yeah. There's, well, there's no wrestling half-time. as a halftime. It's a two, well, so it's a two-hour live show from seven to nine, and then from nine to ten they tape Rampage, which airs on Friday. Ooh. So it's technically three hours of televised. So wow. two hours live TV, one hour taped TV, and there are dark matches before that. So if you go, you could get four hours of wrestling if you want. No, um, I think he should. It'd be like Ferris Bueller. Craig would say he had a hip injury and he had to do the show from home. And then for some reason, his boss would be watching AEW and they'd cut to you guys live in the audience and Craig would be dancing around. And then all of a sudden his story is blown. John Moxley comes out through the crowd. So he'd probably just walk right in front of yeah, us. Right like, by, and he'd lift up Craig or Craig would high five him and hip toss him. Like They'd slap go, the popcorn out of our hands or yep. something. And then like oh. both of us just like looking like, what happened? Oh, that was cool. We're on telly. <laughs> We're on telly. We're on telly. Wow, you're like BritBox. Who's that? I, it's a it's a service that Debbie asked me about today. Do we have BritBox? I was like, I don't think so. I looked it up. It's eighty bucks a year to have BritBox. We don't have BritBox. Well, Britt Baker is the former AEW Women's Champion. Is she really? Yeah, Doctor Britt Baker, DMD. Wow, what's a DMD for? The she's a she's a dentist. She's oh, an she actual, a- she's an actual dentist who owns a clinic and practices being a dentist in Florida. She has a, a dental practice. And of course it's in Florida. In Florida. And sure. is also, was also AEW women's champion for like a year. Wow. Impressive person. All right. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of female wrestlers, did you see ODB got married over the weekend? I don't know what that stands for. Uh, old Dirty a- Bastard? Uh, old Dirty Bastard. She was a big deal in WWE, I think. Who? ODB or WCW or something. Yeah. Female no. wrestler. No. Now she's. All right, let's see. Uh, okay, I will go and broadcast from your show under one condition. We go see a real sport the following weekend. Oh, wow. I forgot he doesn't think that oh, wrestling is yeah. real, he even though it's the most is... real thing on the planet. Ah, yeah. oh, that's the right. Wrong guy. Yikes. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, it was a plan. Yeah. 
You know, I could bring actually, I could bring my kid if I if I brought ear protection the way I now wear ear protection when I change my daughter's diaper. Nice segue, Cody. Thank you. That was one of the topics you uh, one of the topics you teased at the beginning. Why do you have to wear? Wait, you wear earplugs, but not like a face shield. Well, I guess you'd wear a face shield with your son, face but not with your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, I I was changing her the other day. I got a little outfit off and took her diaper off and she gave her fresh diaper. And then like before I even put an outfit on, picked her up, put her in a crib, calmly walked downstairs, went in the garage, got my 3M ear protection that I wear when I use the lawnmower or the leaf blower, went upstairs, picked her up and actually got her dressed while wearing the ear protection. She cries so loud, it actually... It actually physically feels like it's going to damage my hearing. Parents in the really? chat, please comment if you feel this has happened to you or you were at risk of it or you ever. If you were any, at risk of it. Or, or if Did you, you ever... suffer tinnitus at the hands of your children? Are your children's <laughs> lungs overdeveloped at an early age and they screamed like unchained banshees? If so, you may have a class action suit. Dude, I'm not even exaggerating. It is physically painful and it rings and i'm like i'm going to have hearing damage not just like it was as loud or annoying it's damaging my hearing so i now have ear protection in my daughter's uh nursery she is six <laughs> and a half months old uh commenters please jump in minute. back me up i think this is valid i think this is a is thing she that more... like is she a dementor Brian, this babe, when she is not happy, she, the whole neighborhood can hear it. It is unreal. Maybe you try. Maybe you work harder to make her happy. I work very hard to do that. She's not happy. I think I need to bring her to more wrestling events. Just yeah, it doesn't sound like she'd be bothered by it. Wait a minute. So she just starts to scream. Or, or is it crying? Is it she cries. wailing? Is she cries, but she yeah, cries I mean, loud. And it's not every time she cries. Like, she, you know, she cries. She does like cry sometimes where it's like, ah, I'm hungry, whatever. Sure. But yeah. like, if she wakes up from a nap and she just pooped a bunch, which means her tummy's empty and she's really hungry, it's like, it's like you think she's being murdered. Like, it's brutally loud and it's like, you're actually scared for her safety, but she's just hungry. <laughs> she's just hungry, dude. For her safety. I swear to God, like it's. Can you install like a gerbil bottle in her in her crib? I. <laughs> so she so she never never has to feel that sort of terror that she's not going to be fed again. I she might. I might. Goes, what if that was the last one? Dude, oh no, now I'm stewing in my own juice. Thank you for the backup in the chat. Marta says, yes, this is valid. Sandy says, yes, my son was a very loud crier. Uh, Gina says, does your son cheer her up? He does. He'll actually go in there and be like, it's okay. And she loves him and she'll laugh. Oh, nice. and it, it's so cute. So that's helpful. And like, I'm trying to comfort her and stuff, but I'm telling you, man, like and when I took her out of the bath tonight, give her a bath. After her bath, she is starving because, like, just the you know the your your uh, your calories burn or whatever when you shiver and stuff, and it just just when you get taken out of the water, you're hungry. She was already a little hungry before the bath. Put her in the bath. She's happy as a clam, playing around, laughing, like chewing on the little washcloth thing, having a great time. Pull her out, put her down. Time for some clothes, and it's like I'm gonna go nuclear on you until I get my bottle. And you gotta put clothes on her before you put the bottle there. So. I don't know. Kid wants to eat naked. Feed her. I don't know, 
man. Throw a blanket over. <laughs> like have one of those have one of those marathon aluminum foil blankets. Just wrap her up, shove the bottle in her mouth till she settles down, then get her dressed. So you never experienced this as a parent. I if I did, Cody, I blocked it out. All that kind of stuff, <laughs> I blocked out. I do remember there was one period where Molly cried nonstop. I think it was what do they call? Uh, I want to say the croup, but it's not the croup. Colicky. Colicky. She was colicky. Ooh. And she just, oh, it was horrible. But I left. No, it was like we tried everything. I put her, I put her down the car seat down on the dryer. I would drive her around for, uh, you know, an hour just in the car because sometimes that would put her to sleep. And she just screamed bloody murder nonstop for a couple of weeks. Ooh. And it was like, oh, you are going to be the death of me. And I still some days feel that way. But yeah, it was, oh God, it was horrible, horrible. But I, you know, that's other than that, I, I know she cried. I'm sure she cried. I don't know. I don't remember. You know, she thinks we had this conversation because she's, well, she's talked to Debbie. She thinks I'm losing my mind because I don't remember certain things. And I had to explain to her yesterday. I go, it's not that I don't remember certain things. It's that I don't listen and I don't care about certain things. And so, you know, I got a lot going on in my dome and minuscule details of things. I don't care to remember them. I said, I know when your birthday is, I know where you live. I, you know, I remember all the big things in your life. I'm sorry. I don't remember if you like tiki drinks or not. Well, you've asked me that before. Okay. Yeah, I did. You know, so she, she made a new rule yesterday. She told me I can no longer, I can no longer ask questions that I've already asked before. Oh. Yeah. Good. And I'm like, okay, that sounds like a rule that I don't, you know, you can't dictate things to me. Well, I'm going to get very upset then if you do. Okay. Well, well used to being you, very upset. If she thinks that you're bad, she should just talk to me. Uh, when you came over around, it was around our birthday. It was because her birthdays are the same time. April, right? It was, it was like the first or second weekend in April. And my wife was like, what kind of cake does Brian like? Because it was like birthday time. Right. Uh, I couldn't have told her if my life depended on it. Now, it's 2023. I started working with you in 2008. So that's Correct. 15 years. It's a long time. Almost every week, eight hours, <laughs> six, four to eight hours at least yep. a week for 15 years. Couldn't tell you. No idea what kind of cake you like. Uh, there, And she's asked me a couple things before, like, is Brian like this? And I'm like, for the love of my life, <laughs> I, just, I have no right. idea. And I said, you are good with these things. You're you're better than me at them when it comes to, like, me anyway. Uh, typically, you remember this stuff, my, a lot of my preferences. But a couple for you, I just. Yeah, and I, you know, Molly's changed. Like, she never used to drink beer. Well, now she's, you know, dabbling in some sours and things like that. Carol knows my favorite cake. Thank you, Carol. <laughs> and oh you are God. absolutely right. So much so, <laughs> I think I brought this up on my birthday, that Deb, I don't know if it was if she was mad at me or whatever. She decided that there was going to be no German chocolate cake for my birthday because we had had it last year. So she got, like, uh, the mini let them eat uh, bunt cakes nothing bunt cakes, mm. mini ones, which are fine. They're really good. And I was like, oh, no, uh, you know, 
half only half joking. Oh no, German chocolate cake for my birthday. Um writing that down so I remember it. Because a couple years ago, Molly had found what was supposedly the best German chocolate cake in the city. And it's somewhere up in I don't know, uh, somewhere up I can't remember the name of the neighborhood. Edison Park, not Edison Park, somewhere up that way. Andersonville? And no, not out, not as far up as Andersonville. But um, so Molly had gotten the cake that year and they bought a whole cake and they won't eat it. So, you know, but they sell it by the slice because Debbie and Molly hate German chocolate cake because they're mistaken. (laughs) And so it ties back into what I was talking about when I was, when I was uh, interrogating Debbie about where she went on her drive around on Saturday, she had gone to that bakery to get a slice of German chocolate cake. And then she bought some other desserts for, you know, her and Molly and and me and stuff. So, so I did on father's day, have a slice of German chocolate cake from, I wish I could remember the name of this place where they get it. It is unbelievable German chocolate cake. Nice. And I added, so I had my slice yesterday. And of course, instead of just being gracious, I was like, Oh, trying to make up for my birthday. (laughs) Cause I'm a jerk. But I did compliment, I did thank them uh, most thoroughly for the cake. It was phenomenal. Nice. So, yes, thank you, Carol. Carol, if we had prizes, Carol, you would win something for knowing my favorite kind of cake. Dude, she'd put that immediately. Uh, that's impressive. I Yeah, I don't know how they hate German chocolate cake, Marta. They just do. Debbie doesn't like coconut. So, and that's a big part of the frosting. It's coconut Is and it? pecans. Yes. Coconut and pecans. Yeah, boy. Delicious. There's bad German chocolate cake, but then there's really good German chocolate cake. Okay. Right. And I, um, I rarely get it. So I told Molly, I said, listen, uh, this is the new thing. Cause I don't know if you remember, I used to tell her uh, when Baker square made candy cane pie, I said, when you put me in a home somewhere and I'm uh, delirious and I don't know anything, on Christmas, you could just stop by and bring me a slice of candy cane pie. And I'll say, oh, wasn't that nice of that woman, young woman to bring me a piece of pie, even if I don't know who you are. And, you know, I'm pooping myself, whatever. I just, oh, I'd be so happy with the pie. So yesterday I said, listen, now that Baker Square is out of business and I know they sell just uh, single slices, you can, wow. you know, you can exchange it, not just bring me German chocolate cake. And she's like, well, if I'm not annoyed with you, and I said, oh, so I'm never getting German chocolate cake? Is that uh, pretty much it? Never going to get some? So, yeah. But that was that's how that all tied in to the interrogation. Because even Molly even Molly found Debbie's uh, excuses weak. When we t- I told her, yes, I go, yeah, mom told me she was just driving around. <laughs> the worst lie ever. I'm just, I just wanted to drive around for a while. Now with gas prices the way they are, I just no. spent seventy five bucks to fill up. In your in your little Subaru, yeah, seventy five dollars. Where are you getting it, gas? It was like four something, and uh, my the kids goes to preschool near Naperville, and my my wife was like, "Oh, don't fill up here, fill up in Naperville. I think it's cheaper." And I, I don't know if it was or wasn't. I haven't looked at the prices wow. here. It is above four around me though. It was. I just uh, I try always to go to Costco or Sam's. To get yeah. my gas. So today I filled up at Costco it was $3.99. The other night I needed some gas and I got it out in uh Tinley or Payless, and it was I think 4 30. 
So too much, too much. Oh, pardon me. I got the heartburns. Got some acid reflux happening. Stop. Stop what? Doing those. Having stop those. burping? Having those? No, stop right. having the reflexes. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to stop having the reflexes. Uh, um, last right. week was so news heavy. Uh, I just, uh, did anything happen this week? That I, I don't even know. Uh, well, uh, Coach Beard, Jack Smith, uh, they shut down Trump. He's not able to talk to anybody about the case or talk about uh, any of the, you know, any of the stuff. So he's, he's very mad. He's uh, saying all kinds of things. I don't know. I know uh, secretary of state Blinken is over in China. He was supposed to meet with the Chinese president. Xi today. Hold on. But they secretary were wondering if state, he was going to get snubbed. Secretary of state, Abraham Lincoln. I, every time they say his name, I say that. So is that a Blinken? No, it's Blinken. They say, yeah, that's what we used to call him. when we were hanging around. Uh, Did he go over there with nod? <laughs> yes and the pilot was winking <laughs> oh, okay. that's great uh, no she only works from home a couple days she's she's not here most of the time listen i'm i'm gone or i'm not around so she has a little, plenty of alone time i'm here most of the time i had i could have mowed the lawn today and i didn't because uh, oh. i was out i was off work today um oh yeah for juneteenth uh, for juneteenth as many people are see i think uh i'm all for juneteenth I think white people should have to wear doubles today. Oh my God. Um, actually, uh, two of our friends came over that were in town yesterday and the two of our black, they're both black people. And uh, one of them was like, honestly, it kind of pisses me off. <laughs> white people get off. Too. <laughs> <laughs> it would make sense. I was like, I know they couldn't do it, but I, I'd be like, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, no. That's what his wife said. His wife was like, oh, what are you going to do? And then he was like, well, what are you going to do if you're like biracial? You're like half day. You're like, how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, you know, it's, uh, cause again, that's something that uh, I was not taught about in school, you know, dude, it's it's another one of those big historical things in America that nobody taught us. And it was like, I went, I went to, I went to a mostly black high school and middle school and never knew about it. I went to Martin Luther King Jr. Elementary school. That was my elementary school. And I like, well, and uh, when um, when they were over yesterday, they said that they were channel surfing at the hotel that they were staying at because um, they don't normally watch cable because no one under 50 does. Uh, and uh, <laughs> kind of true. Um, and uh, for uh, news they, or for broadcasts? I don't know. So for they had anything? CNN on okay. and they uh, and the, the graphic was like Juneteenth. Um, how the a day a day for the first. The, hold on. I have, I, I wrote it to my friends cause it was okay. so funny. Um, but it was one of those things where you read it and you're just like, that, that's not, that's not what this holiday is about at all. Like even a little bit, uh, it was uh, maybe a little bit. Um, they said the graphic said, Oh, it was my other text thread with, uh, <laughs> you're on a lot of threads. So popular. So popular. Um, Uh-oh, what was an explosion. What? Where? I don't know. Our neighborhood, uh, Started with, started with crazy fireworks last week. A lot of people were celebrating uh, Puerto Rican Day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. that was around, and then there were a ton of fireworks this weekend so far, and I'm anticipating more fireworks tonight, and all the way through uh, August. Tonight actually makes sense because it's an actual yeah. holiday. But yeah, the, and, but... or last night if people were celebrating last night, I yeah. get it. 
You know. But but you know every every June is just fireworks every weekend yeah. anyway. So. And I don't mind. I you know I, I one of the do- well one of the dogs is deaf. Gidget can't hear him, so it doesn't bother her. Lawson gets nervous, but I don't care. I think though I the only time I get upset is when it's like twelve thirty one o'clock in the morning and they're still going crazy. It's like all right, can yeah. can you celebrate a little earlier or maybe end by midnight? That doesn't seem unreasonable for fireworks. Yeah. I guess. Um, the graphic on CNN said, Juneteenth, colon, a global celebration of freedom. Hmm. No. 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 That's Sorry. Sorry, not, CNN. It's not what that is. It's not. That is, that is that is not as bad as the Fox Chiron when Trump got indicted, when Fox uh, Fox's Chiron said, Wannabe dictator speaks at White House while trying to indict his political rival. Did it really say that? It did really say that. And the person who put that up got fired. So, really? Progress. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can Google it. Huh. You can Googly, Googly, Um, Googly if you want to Googly. uh, Yeah. So, um, I, I mentioned that CM Punk main evented this uh, AEW show on Saturday. Yes. So after how does that sh- tie in with Juneteenth? Well, it's going to tie in with uh, something probably. All right, I'd love know. to hear it. It's actually not Juneteenth specific, but just since you mentioned, uh, you mentioned a stupid person at Fox putting the crazy yes, graphic. I did. And I mentioned the bad. So actually, uh, after the AEW show, after they went off the air, there's been pictures circulating online of CM Punk getting in the ring with his tag partners. And he took a sign from someone in the crowd that said, support LGBTQ plus youth. Okay. Uh, and he, he stood in the ring and he held it up and walked around with it. Um, CM Punk's very progressive guy uh, politically. Yeah. Um, um, at, right after the uh, the whole abortion Supreme Court thing, um, he walked out on Dynamite with a t-shirt that said, uh, abortion rights are human rights. Um, and, you know, he just stood there with it like, the biggest star in the company, like his like fourth week there, just like I'm gonna just be political AF. Like, so he's he's very outspoken. Yeah, yeah. But some but I mentioned that the stupid part is this dude on Twitter last night, uh, because Twitter's just the capital of Twitter is ugh. this ugh. guy, this guy tweets a picture of a photo of the guy holding the sign. He goes, This is why I don't watch AEW. Why are they shoving this down our throats on live TV? Even if you agree with him, just wrestle, entertain us. Who cares about your political view? This is wrestling, not CNN. Uh, so I replied and said, this wasn't on live TV. <laughs> I replied oh, and no. said, this wasn't on live TV. It was after the show had gone off the air, dumbass. Because uh, <laughs> I just insult people on Twitter You're now. You're like an educated Beavis and Butthead. Dude, Twitter gave me Twitter gives me so now like every other tweet is like, are you sure you want to tweet this? This probably violates our rules because it's really mean and you use profanity. And I'm always like, yes, don't Do it. care. Do Ban it. my account. I will gladly stop using Twitter forever. I I'm not verified. I don't have a public persona anymore, really, outside of this show. Like right. I'm not a media figure. Like I'm just irrelevant. I'm just some dude with 20,000 followers who can swear. I'm all out of bubble gum. (laughs) Yeah. I, it was funny because uh, Garth Brooks came under attack this week too, for the same kind of thing. Cause he's opening a new bar in Nashville, like right down the street from kid rocks, uh, one tooth inbred saloon or whatever they call it. (laughs) And, um, 
And Garth was like, I'm going to serve every kind of beer in there. And if, if people don't like it, my place is about you come in, uh, you feel love, you feel safe, you feel, and if you want to be an a-hole, there's plenty of places to drink on South Broadway. And oh my God, he was immediately attacked. Like you wouldn't believe. And, uh, and then he, he doubled down. He was like, no, I'm, you know, if people want to come in and they, that's what they want to drink, I'm going to serve it to them. I don't care. And one of the, thankfully, one of the ultra conservative country people who also have a bar down there, I can't remember if it's big or rich. It's uh, one of the two from big and rich <laughs> has another, you know, uh, my cousin married me honky tonk. And he's, <laughs> he took Bud Light out right away and made a big thing about it. But he said, Listen, if Garth wants to sell it, I wish him nothing but the best. Good for him. You know, he's a businessman. He can sell whatever he wants. Um, nobody's asking for it in my place. So, you know, he may see that nobody wants to buy it, and that'll affect down the line. But, you know, good for him. And I was like, all right, big and or rich. At least, you you know, you seem like a, even though I disagree 100% with your politics, at least you were, you know, okay about it you know yeah. you didn't you didn't come after garth who really uh put modern country on the map so all these other yahoos could you know ply their trade mm. so because i i like kind i i used to be a huge country music guy yeah now it's all the same you know just bros trying to get uh chicks with cut off shorts in their trucks that's that's every song you know and everybody's down adult life everybody's down at the lake or the beach and they all want the uh, the girl in the cutoff shorts to get in their truck. Yeah. They all sound like almost like pedophiles. You know, I got candy. You get in my truck, little girl. Come on. I touch you out back by my dog. Um, yeah. So yeah. that's just it's another hot take. Hot country that's music. Good. That's good. Well, <laughs> um, well, with the time we have left uh, yes. before I fall asleep standing up, uh, oh that segues into your thing that we didn't get to last week. Oh my God! Do it. All right. <laughs> if you even you after you talked about it, you almost sound like you don't want to talk about no, it. No, I do. I, I first of all, I want everybody to watch these documentaries because they're out of control. The first is Shiny Happy People, the Duggar story. Remember the Duggars from Nineteen Kids and Counting? All they do is uh, all they do is mass produce children. Yeah. You know, first it was like sixteen kids and counting, then seventeen kids and counting. Then I think on the 20th one, unfortunately, she had a, a miscarriage, which they showed on TV. So I'm not being mean or talking out of uh, talking out of uh. school. They showed it on TV when she was like, oh, the, the, you know, we lost the baby, blah, 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 which is horrible. But at kid number 20, uh, I'm surprised your uterus didn't fall out. Because let's be honest, I don't think the human body is built to expel that many children. We're not kittens. I don't know, man. You've been to Ireland? I have been to Ireland. Mom? Yes. Not too long ago. They I do. Every family's I, got like 12 kids. That is that it none of my cousins have 12 kid families. Oh. Three or four. Okay. We had five in our family. You had four in your family. That's well, a yeah, that well, that's a reasonable number. Yes. 19 is not a reasonable number. 19 is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it's this. I think it's four parts or six parts. It's not very long. And uh they're part of this organization that's kind of a cult where everything uh 
there's umbrellas of coverage. So God is up top and then the husband and the husband is the umbrella over the wife and the wife is then the umbrella over the, over the children. So the wives have to do everything that their husbands, they, they are completely subservient to the men, which I, that was the part I liked, but Debbie didn't, Debbie didn't care for that part. She found, <laughs> she found that part a little off putting. So yeah. I had to keep my opinions to myself, but it's also uh, all these guys are getting in trouble. Like the old eldest Duggar is in jail for uh, sexual assault and child pornography. Of course he is. Of course he is. And so were some of the leaders of the group. Um, it's just, it's insanity. But yet people believe in it and they follow these guys. And it's like, wait, somebody needs to have, you know, and part of it was being told by one of the Duggar girls who is cut off from the family because she dared to speak out after her after her brother went to jail. So that was, huh? Oh, you froze. Yeah. She's married. And so she was, she was being interviewed for the, a lot for the documentary because she said, if I'm, if the story is going to be, if the story is going to be told, I want to tell it. You know, I don't want somebody else telling my story. I want to tell my own story because she accused him of molesting her. Oh, and another sister. And but then they were forced to go on TV and they did a Megyn Kelly interview where they kind of said it didn't really happen. And it was horrifying. And she was like, I this was this was just bad. And then like relatives, uh, the dad's sister and her daughter were like, yeah, we couldn't believe it. It was crazy. So they were all they were all in this cult and people were you know, again, kind of religion as a cult and people just mindlessly following. So then of course, once that was over, we were like, we got to watch some more religious, uh, goofiness. <laughs> so we watched Hillsong, a mega church uncovered or something. Oh no. Why would you do that? Because Cody, I need to prove to myself that there are people who are dumb as stumps and all this stuff that's going on in the name of religion is ridiculous. And a, a lot of people who want you to give you, give them your money when you don't really have money just so you can buy your praise and be closer to God, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, they're all, you know, they're boning chicks and they're uh, molesting people. And so this one, this was the church that Justin Bieber uh, got involved in. Hillsong started in Australia. Well, that guy got in trouble uh, down the road for sexual. It was started by a guy. Then his son took over and his son had um, went around the world and watched like uh, Jim and Tammy Baker and all those, all those like eighties and nineties televangelists. And he, his goal was for world domination for this church. And that's what, that was the same thread that went through the Duggar thing that they wanted their people, their kids to get into the halls of power so that this cult, this sect of people would be in positions of power and then be able to turn the course of the country to their religious way of thinking. And it was the same line that ran through the Hillsong documentary where it was like, we're going to take over the world. But then uh, the main preacher in new york became like this rock star guy 
he oh he was always he was very buff and he was wearing the tight torn jeans and he was it was like rock star church and so celebrities started coming and then the people who had been going were like couldn't get in because the vips were there and he was hobnobbing then they're showing they're showing um they're showing his video text messages that he was sending to some woman in the church as like, hey girl what's up yeah i thought i'd hit you up but you know and he's not wearing a shirt he's driving and he's making this video and he's not wearing a shirt hey girl i just you know i really care about you and blah 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 and meanwhile everybody knows he's married and he's got kids and he's on tv and they're raking in millions and millions and millions and there are these hillsong churches now popping up all over the country with these young gregarious preachers meanwhile the Hillsong uh, preachers in like Europe are like, hey, man, they want us to pay all this money for people to come and speak. And we don't have that kind of money. We're not ready. It was all about the cash. So then he got taken down for all his sexual escapades. All the celebrities fell away. The churches started closing around the country. And then the main guy in Australia gets allegations of sexual impropriety and uh, embezzlement and stuff. And so he goes down. It's it just it's crazy. But all the time that these guys are getting brought down, the slack jawed followers are like, "Well, it'll be okay. He's he's a good man. He all right, mate. Yeah, he's he just took some of our money. It's all right, you know." I, I'm going. I'm going all over. Going back yeah. to Australia. I'm, I'm here. Mm. Uh, it is it is unbelievable. So then I wanted to go on and watch another one but we stopped. So we're out of word. Cause the, the next one is about um, the guy in, and I can't remember his name now, the Mormon guy uh, who had the Mormon guy who had all these wives. And then the FBI raided him. Warren, Warren, something, uh, not Warren moon, Warren G Warren, Harding. War, it was Warren G Harding. Yeah. And he had a big cult of underage wives uh, at the white house. Weirdly <laughs> enough. Yeah. Not that weird. A lot of people don't talk about it. I'm not afraid. So, Ooh. yeah. So that's, that was the, those were the documentaries. You got to watch Warren Jeff. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Warren Jeff. So, uh, or Jeff's, they talk about one of his, uh, they talked to one of his, like he married some like 12 year old girl and he had a big, uh, he kept all these women prisoners, but they were quote unquote, his wives and they kept them on a compound and then, uh, no, not Warren Zevon, Marta. Uh, and so that's the next one. Prisoner of the Prophet, I think it's called. I can't wait. Okay. So uh, what are the other two documentaries? It sounds like you highly recommend them. Shiny, Happy People, The Duggar Story, and Hillsong, A Mega Church Exposed. Okay. Yeah. You I might watch. do the Hillsong one. I don't know about the other one. My, no, you um, gotta watch it. It's crazy. Not my, well, I, I basically only watch things uh, with my wife. who has Me too. One, but thankfully, my wife is my wife has a hunger for these weird, weird. No, see, see there's a there's a um, there's a uh, um, what's the word? Like a, I don't know the word. It, there's something that bothers her about like exploitative. Like it's, it's really it, very exploitative and sorted of like some some sorted real life stuff. She's just like that. Like I don't like it's just upsetting. It, it's upsetting to watch, but I, I, what's it's upsetting because, but it's also makes you realize how many gullible people are empty and looking for something 
And yeah. these these con men come in, and you could, I don't know, maybe you could equate that to a, a former president. I don't know. These con men come in and sell them a bill of goods, and they're like, okay, and somehow they get other people to believe it. Like all these women in the Duggar uh, cult, they all believe that they have to be, you know, that the man is a thing. And, you know, they're breeding these predators because they, they aren't allowed to hold hands. They can hold hands. They aren't allowed to kiss until their wedding night. So you got all these, you know, all these guys who are like, we got to live this right way, but hmm, maybe I could diddle her for a while and nobody will say anything. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. And it's very, it's very disturbing, but it is a, a great glimpse into how, how these guys make millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Fleecing the gullible and the empty and the sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a something I learned somewhere in college, maybe in a sociology class or after college. In a book I or like something. that you learn things. Some point in my life, I learned a thing, and it, it's like like society. Like there's a there's a hypothesis somewhere out there, or a, or a philosophy that like our our modern society doesn't really provide the things that these people promise to fill the holes that these people promise to fill. Like mm -hmm. there's there's no um, even with like, like, uh, I remember the example of like, um, teen boys getting into gangs. Um, and it's because like in many cultures throughout history, there were these like initiation rituals or right. some kind of ritual you would do to like kind of become a man, you know, Catholic church has uh confirmation, right. And like it, there's, it's different traditions right. in religions and in societies and in, in small cultures, um, uh, tribes. Um, but we don't have that. Like, like there's the high school graduation a little bit. Uh, but there, there's and I don't remember the exact specifics, but there for some reason it's different, um, at least in the U.S. and in some cultures, like where where we don't have like a meaningful kind of like path to to fatherhood, or at least like a or not fatherhood, but like to manhood or whatever, right. um, or at least not consistently, because like sometimes what we do have is maybe driven by a father figure, which many people don't have because like we a lot of people get divorced or like have single parents or for whatever reason. Um, so yeah, there's anyway, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot, there's like, there, there is a hole in a lot of people's lives. Mm -hmm. Um, but in these grifters come and fill the holes, which is terrible, but they're only able to do it because no one else is filling the holes, you know? So, it, and it's not right, to take the blame away from know, them, but, but there, there's a larger problem that like, is causing this that gets talked about less, you know, like, why are there like, why is there a hole in this person's life that any asshole can just, you know, take a shovel and just throw a bunch of crap on it and get him to believe stuff? Well, because, you know, no one else has got that shovel. And like, how do we get people to get the shovel? And, and, well, make and a, a lot of that goes back to even the beginnings of religion, where it was created. So that to answer questions that people had no answers for, mm -hmm. you know, like, the moon going away and, and uh, stuff like that. And then, and now we have answers for stuff, but those answers don't always fulfill us. And so, yeah, you're right. Why, why are people so gullible? Why are they so empty? What, what is, what is not being given to people when they're children or as they grow up and can question things for themselves that these guys are offering, because what they're offering is 
from the outside is hokum. You know, you give me your money, hokum, hokum. I wanted to say bullshit, but I didn't want to swear. Um, so, you know, you you give us money and we'll help you get closer to God, who is supposed to care about you. And yet our whole relationship is, uh, if you don't do exactly what I say, you're going to burn in hell for eternity. And that's not a really great relationship. You know, yeah, no. I, I love you if you love me, but I'm still going to do, you know, I'm still going to let horrible things happen all over. And then people will just chalk it up to my will. So, you know, these guys are, these guys are saying, if you, if you give me this and then we will, you know, and we will get stronger and we will take over. And then our way of thinking will rule the world. And if you get these guys all, you know, these groups all brainwashed, they're like, yeah, okay. Cause a lot of the people, the regular people that they interviewed in this Hillsong thing, former staffers and stuff were just, you know, New York is a lonely place, and these people were looking for somewhere to belong. And New York, it, the the one that came, the one that Justin Bieber got involved in. They're all over the world, wow. but the one in New York was the one with this big rock star preacher who went on the View and all kinds of places. And part of their thing was welcome home and you belong. About so it was creating this false sense of community. That then once they became popular, the people who really needed that community were being pushed to the back or pushed out so that the celebrities could come. And then these, these preachers became, you know, the old, uh, the old trope about certain celebrities you can't make eye contact with and you can't talk to them and blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. That was how it was with these guys. All the volunteers said, yeah, we, when he was, when they were coming in, we knew that we could not talk to them. We couldn't make eye contact. We couldn't ask them a question. They would walk in, walk on stage, do their show, and then walk back out to the car and leave. So I don't know. The more, the more I see these, it's, it's for me, it's a very good psychological study. Because having been brought up Catholic and all of this, and I, I listen, if if people believe, I'm I'm happy for them. If it gives you comfort, good for you. Um, but I read something just a few weeks ago, and I was like, wow, that, that uh, kind of makes sense. And it, it was basically if you went to your doctor, and your doctor told you, well, listen, I just work in mysterious ways. We'll get this figured out. You wouldn't really believe it. But, you know, that's, I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't have faith. I'm not saying you shouldn't be religious. I'm just, you know, I'm looking at the Catholic church, which I grew up in, you know, the biggest landowners in the world, uh, all the atrocities uh, being covered up for so many years and all the money that has gone to protect men that people entrusted themselves and their children with. And, uh, all of these, uh, all of these Christians who preach all this stuff that is not, it's, you know, if you, if you believe the Bible, it's not how Jesus would have acted, you know, so to, to cloak yourself in Jesus and Christianity and God, and then act completely the opposite. 
Doesn't make much sense to me. But what about Hunter Biden's laptop? That's a good question, Cody. I, I, I'm i wondering what's on Hunter Biden's laptop. What about Hillary's emails? What about Hillary's emails? And what about Bill Clinton having sex? Yeah, what about that? What about 9-11 being an inside job? What about the whataboutisms? I'm just saying. Okay. All these things are true. You're not saying. You're just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. All right. <laughs> I'm just asking questions. All these questions are true. Yeah. That's all the time we got, folks. Uh, we got no. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry but I went off on that tangent. That's but, fine. You know, I have a bunch of things to say about Buddhism, for. but I'm way too tired to get into it. Um, because Buddhism's great. Uh, all right. Uh, there was a request in the chat, uh, from Sandy to talk about your last day of school. If you had any any thoughts on that, I talked about it last week. Did you talk about it last week? Yeah. You just talked about getting the gifts and the kids and the hugs and the you know oh, that's right the pictures and all that yeah go, oh sandy go back and listen to last week's episode it Wait, was phenomenal are you sure you didn't talk about it on your radio show because i don't remember hugs and pictures oh maybe i didn't it might have been your radio show can they God, go to WTM? i have so many media outlets you do can they go to the wtmj.com website sure, they, Brian, yeah they can listen something. to that li yeah, wtmj nights you can listen to all the shows yeah they're yeah. fantastic too Boom. giving you a lot of things to listen to so, I have yeah. nothing for anyone to listen to, so that's great. Well, you got this. You got this. And and if you hold your daughter to the window, everybody in the neighborhood can listen to something come, some contents coming from your house. <sighs> Dude, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, and the one boy. Oh, the uh, one boy, the one boy. Uh, the human uh, the human equivalent of pig pen, oh, yeah, who we thought you, had pinworm. Didn't you ask? Wait, oh, you told the... Did you tell the... We thought he had pinworm right before the end of school, like two days left. He now... All right, Cody, you have a two-and-a-half-year-old son. Wait, did Almost you tell three. me the pinworm story off-air I may have. week? I don't know. I don't... All I know is he was itching his ass. But what's pinworm again for those who it's don't? It's some, uh, some, I don't know, bacteria or uh, thing that's in your anus. And uh, that's what it is. You no, asked. I know. What but... am I going to say? So that's where he was digging around. And one of the other teachers... Uh, <laughs> one of the other teachers was like, what's the matter with you? And he goes... I, and he gets all upset. My butt itches so much, it's the pinworm. Now, at six, you don't know what pinworm is unless you have it. And well, you've heard it in someone, your house. Unless you heard it in your house. Unless you, well, my, his my, second no, my, grade brother was also digging in his ass for the same amount of weeks. That's rough. And uh, actually, this kid uh, went up to his teacher because we talked to that the te we compared notes because we had the siblings and they're both and put his hand in the teacher's face and was like, I gotta I gotta go wash my hands I gotta go wash my hands and she's like, okay first of all get your hand out of my face why do you have to wash your hands he goes well I was itching my butt and I got poo on my fingers she's like oh my god go go to the bathroom wash your hands so now he comes back and he did that at like eight thirty now it's ten thirty and he's squirming around in his seat and she's like what is the matter and he's like i thought i just had to fart but i pooped my pants a while ago and so i've been sitting <laughs> he was sitting in his own poop so she sends him to the uh, to the bathroom then later that day he does it again just drops a loaf right in his shorts okay so that's the second grader. The first grader says he has pinworm. We all look up pinworm because we're grown people. Uh, we don't know what pinworm is. We look it up. It's like, oh, good. It's contagious. 
if a kid doesn't wash his hands and then is touching stuff. Okay. And this kid is a gross. He is he he could be in the classroom, walk in maybe clean. Within five minutes, it looks like he's been rolling around wrestling a pig in slop. He's so filthy. So I'm sure, you know, we're all panicked now. So we send him to the nurse. And my co-teacher sends a note to the nurse. Hey, he said he has pinworm. Nobody knows what pinworm is if they don't have it or haven't heard about it or it's not going around their house. It can spread on your sheets. It can spread on dirty clothes. It can spread with dirty hands. It's it's gross. So anyway, she the nurse calls the mom. The mom goes, he doesn't have pinworm. And it's like, all right, whatever. Kid comes back the next day. We're like, get away, you dirty, 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 dirty boy. You're infected. Um, and he, you know, he comes in and it's he, he brings in a nice card for both of us. And you know, yes. kids brought cards and some kids drew pictures, and um, it was really nice. And then when we were uh, when we went to to send the kids for dismissal, we're out there and one girl's parents had brought a, each of us a basket that they had made them uh, with a bottle of wine in it and some chocolate and uh, a couple of little, you know, teacher insulated mug and stuff. So it was very nice. It was, it was great. And some of the kids wanted their, you know, their parents wanted their pictures with us for, to remember first grade. So that was good. And it was, you know, it was nice. It was nice. But um, yeah, there was, there were a couple kids that I'm, well, until now, I haven't thought of them. I miss I miss ninety eight percent of them. There's a couple that I'm like, oh, I, you know, I won't, you know, I wish them well. I'll just say that I don't Good. wish them ill, but I I I don't. Yeah, that's it. Good. Yeah. So that was the end. I may have glossed over it on. Uh, you know, I have a lot of uh, I have a lot of media. You do a lot of media. I do a lot of media. Yeah. You know, guesting here and there. Uh, thank you, Sandy. I'm glad. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Glad I've answered your questions. I appreciate the interest in you. Thanks for holding, as we used to say in the old time uh, yeah. radio game. Thanks for holding. And a perfect, yeah. Uh, thanks That's for it. waiting to the end of the the full length program. We didn't go short somehow. Oh, no, and we're but both I am still semi awake. My so. ashwagandha is is kicking. It doesn't work like that, but uh, I'm tired. That's so. where Black Panther came from, right? Uh, that would be ashwagandha I, forever. I believe it was ashwagandha forever. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool flick. Cool All flick. Right. Like, subscribe, follow. Yeah. Tell us about the, the word. show. Um, and uh I'll see you Saturday. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. Uh thanks for uh thanks for listening again, Cody. Always a pleasure. Look, Somebody I look said, forward to your hair being completely unkempt again next week. I no, look you unnatural. Yes. That, no, that'll never happen again. Somebody said you're mirrored again, but you look fine to me. Nope. I'm I was mirrored at the very, very beginning of the program. I and I caught camera. myself before somebody else did it. Here, I'll show. No, look, see, uh, here. If I were mirrored, it would look like this. I think I'm mirrored. No, I'm not mirrored. There. Now I no, I am definitely not mirrored. All right. It doesn't matter. Why are we do? I don't know. We're leaving. Show. We're, we're yeah, saying goodbye. Go. Yeah. Bye.